Today on CityCast Chicago, it's the end of the week, my friends, so we're looking back on a week that was, you know, the big, the overhyped, and some good news before you head into the weekend. We got my homie and the host of Jill Afternoons on Vocalo Radio, Jill Hopkins in the building today. It's the Chicago way. We are constantly voted like the most corrupt city in the United States. And the United States was founded on a bunch of corrupt cities. It's Friday, July 16th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. I met Jill as one of the hosts of The Moth here in Chicago, and I learned a lot from her as a storyteller, as a performer, as a comedian. And even now as a podcast host, I got to go on Jill's show a couple of months ago. And while I was being interviewed, I was also taking notes. She hosts Jill Afternoons on Vocalo Radio and also the Opus, which break down some classic albums. Jill Hopkins, welcome to CityCast Chicago. Hey, Jacoby. Thank you for having me. Jill, we're going to look back on the week that was. My top story comes from the north side of the city that involves Sarah Jackson Abadalaw, the former principal for Brenneman Elementary School on the north side. Over the course of 2012 to 2019, seven years, ran an embezzlement scheme where she was giving employees overtime that they didn't work. And then, Jill, on the day, on payday, she would go to the classroom or bring them to the office and make them give her the cash money. Like, hand her the cash. People said she was coming to the classroom, like, right after they got done teaching. Like, where my bread at? Oh, my God. Where my my money at? And so this was going on for seven years, and she was saying that the money was being used for, you know, the school budget, to provide resources to the students. And she was paying her mortgage. And it apparently embezzled somewhere up to $200,000. And again, we in Chicago— I said it last week when I, or a couple of weeks ago when I asked how many wiretaps on the city council, I wonder how many open investigations there are to people in powerful positions across this city. I mean, certainly more than we know about for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, the template has been set ages ago and, you know, it's the Chicago way. We are constantly voted like the most corrupt city in the United States and the United States was founded on a bunch of corrupt cities. Like it's like Stephen Adler getting kicked out of Guns N' Roses in like 1987 for being on too many drugs. How are you going to get kicked out of Guns N' Roses for being on too many drugs? How are you going to be the most corrupt city in the United States? Corruption central. Like it's just like year after year. <laughs> Jill, our next category is a story. That maybe got too much hype this week that you did not care about. And I'll start us off. Every time Scottie Pippen opens his mouth or does something, it seems to make the news. This week, Scotty and Airbnb teamed up because Scotty is going to be given uh, stays at his Highland Park mansion away for $92. Uh, and I believe it's a one-night stay that first week of August so people can watch the Olympics. And I saw the story everywhere. Even our amazing Sydney Madden, our newsletter writer, wrote about it uh, in our daily newsletter. And I'm going to just be real. <laughs> I did not give a damn 
I don't care about the pool, the basketball court, sleep. Like, the idea is just like, you can sleep in Scottie Pippen's bed. I'm like, that is not appealing to me. That does not. Nah, man. And I'm not saying it's like it's dirty or anything. No offense to Scottie Pippen. But that just, it doesn't sound inviting at all. I mean, it, it's it better than the, the idea of sleeping in Dennis Rodman's bed. <laughs> facts big facts i'm not trying to sleep in either of those men's bed and then just the airbnb commercial he's just like house rules no smoking in my house unless you're scotty pippen no partying here i'm the only one allowed to party in this house no smoking and and maybe i'll sound like a hypocrite here but uh uh you know if like my brother wins it i'm gonna go I'm gonna go. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go if I if I don't have to pay the ninety two dollars. It reminded me of how in Atlanta, uh, Big Boy bought the house where they recorded their first albums, the Dungeon House, and they were renting that out for an Airbnb. And I'm like, is this an, a thing now? Is there a story this week that got too much hype for you? Uh, a Chicago story that's that's probably overhyped is the renaming of Lakeshore Drive. I mm. I think that there are better ways to honor black folks in Chicago, like tangible ways that actually help people. You spend all this money changing signage and doing this and that when Evanston is like, but we're paying reparations. <laughs> like mm. if you want to, you know, honor black folks, there's ways to do it that are actually productive and not just for show yeah the mayor says she still plans on going forward with her plans as well which to throw a festival that speaks to not only dusabu but the indigenous community that was here to do more for the river walk do you think these additional plans to celebrate dusabu whether it's a festival or you know a larger statue do you think that those are necessary i mean they're nice but it can't be the only thing that happens i Mm -hmm. i think it has to be that and and not that instead of. I think it's 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 wild that the man that founded the city, that discovered the city, it took this long to get a major roadway. Like that's something that if you were gonna do it, probably should have happened a long, long time ago. But yeah, it can't be the be all end all in respect paid. It can't be the be all end all in acknowledgement of of work, of deeds throwing up a sign on something is cute but it's it's not it's not rental assistance no it's it's yeah it's adorable it's adorable that anyone thinks that this is progress was there a story this week that you were reading around the city that maybe you thought why why are more people paying attention to this um there's been a few reopenings around the city that i i think are are notable and should probably be paid more attention to i mean like concerts are back and that's great for artists and uh, service industry workers and all of that stuff. Uh, I, I think that more people should be talking about these like summer camps that are opening up for the kids in the park district and thinking about, you know, is that the safest thing in the world? We're hearing more about these, you know, the Delta variants of the COVID-19 virus and all of this stuff. And some of these, a lot of kids, a lot of kids that age have not, been vaccinated are not eligible question mark like i'm not i believe under the age of 12 they're not eligible to this point but 12 and up i believe 
are eligible for the vaccine. So that's something you believe hasn't been talked about enough that people, while we're reopening large festivals and stuff, maybe there are some other things that we're reopening that we're not discussing, a la summer camps and block parties. Because I I understand that your kids have been in the house for so long and they need to get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's good for their social development and, you know, their bodies need exercise and all of this stuff. And it's not even so much the kids that are, you know, the, the Petri dishes necessarily in this instance. But when your parents come and pick you up and drop you off and a lot of parents aren't vaccinated, but they don't think twice about sending their kids out into the world. And I just worry. I worry about, you know, usually I worry about what the kids are bringing home from from school and from camp. And now I'm worried about what the parents are dropping off at school and at camp. And I don't even have kids like that. But I do live near very <laughs> many public parks. And I'm just like, ah, ooh, geez. <laughs> no, I feel you. Like, I, I don't have any kids. And so stories about summer camps have, have gone beyond me. I think a lot of parents getting that child tax credit and it's like, no. I'm putting this on summer camp. You go on somewhere. Please get out you, of my house. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to move around. Another category I wanted to talk about was some good news to get the folks through. And I'll get us started. And when I was looking for some good news this week, I actually had a lot of options. Tacos and tamales and Pilsen this weekend. I can't wait. The Silver Room is celebrating house music, but... With all that being said, the some good news that got me this week is going out to Candace Parker from the Chicago Sky. Candace Parker is hands down one of the best basketball players of all time. Period. And this week she was named the cover athlete for 2K22, which is the premier NBA video game in the world. And this is significant for a few reasons. The WNBA is celebrating 25 years. And they've never had a woman on the cover of the most popular basketball video game of all time. And so Candace Parker uh, stepping into that light as the legend she is, is amazing. For people who don't know, let me break down a few things about Candace Parker. Candace Parker has a WNBA title, WNBA Most Valuable Player Award twice, WNBA Finals MVP, All-Star Game MVP, two Olympic gold medals, WNBA Rookie of the Year, and so shout out to Candace Parker uh, from Chicago Sky, a Naperville native. Yeah, I'm just glad that NBA 2K's uh, cover doesn't have the curse like Madden's curse has. Oh, real talk. <laughs> the, the Madden curse, for people who don't know, is if you are a cover athlete for Madden, the next year your team either sucks or you get injured. And that streak held for four years. I have owned... Every single NBA 2K that has ever come out from 1999 to 2021, and I don't plan on stopping. I can't wait to to add that CP cover to the to the collection. Oh, she's great. She's fantastic. And more people should just be going to WNBA games anyway. Mm. If this brings more Truth. attention to the sport, then I say that's great. Yep. Jill, what was some good news this week for you? Well, if we're congratulating women from Chicago, which I think we should always be doing, I want to give a shout out to a Chicago native who's just gotten nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award, uh, Michelle Tesoro, who's my homegirl. I'm being very selfish about this. We went to high school <laughs> together and uh, are still great friends. 
She was nominated for Outstanding Single Camera Picture Editing for a limited or anthology series or movie for her work on The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. And it just makes me so proud that somebody that I, you know, grew up with is just becoming so important and notable in her field. And it's Mm -hmm. a field that not very many women uh, are allowed to shine in. And the fact that she was pretty much doing this like solo from like her apartment during the pandemic is really something special. And I am psyched for her that she gets to to go to that uh, award ceremony, although it is the the like the creative arts Emmy. So it's not like, you know, the Matt Damon ones or whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. No, and that's so fire. I mean, the show I binge watched Queen's Gambit and, you know, a shout out to all. Uh, the actors and actresses in the show, but a supreme shout out to those people behind the scenes as well, um, including your homie. Yeah, and you know, women of color stand up. She's she's Filipino. She's uh, from like the city. We went to Whitney Young together. You know, you'll always know when somebody went to Whitney Young. We will tell you. <laughs> oh yeah, our <laughs> newsletter writer Sydney Madden is from. Whitney Young. Yeah. If you went to Whitney Young, you're going to let folks know. I mean, you see they principal, Whitney Young forever. <laughs> okay. Well, Dr. Kenner needs to dial it back just a bit, but still. <laughs> <laughs> she be flying in her videos, Jill. She got a video flying off the building. This is why you should choose Whitney Young. Whitney Young forever. Oh. Oh, Joyce. <laughs> Uh, well again Jill Hopkins thank you so much for joining me today to kind of shoot the shit recap the week it has been an absolute pleasure thank you for having me and say hi to my friend Carrie Shepard for me I love her so much I definitely will and we love her here at CityCast as well and uh, I can't wait till we have our first day of school for the moth oh gosh whoever is that first host I'm hoping it's you I will be in the audience, cheering you on. Hopefully, I'll get on the stage and cheer you on as well. I can't wait to see you in person. I can't wait. Oh, I got hugs for you. Ooh, I got hugs for you. Before I let you go, if you checked out our episode on Thursday, we sat down with Dario and Sarah from 77 Flavors of Chicago, and that got us thinking, what's the best local restaurants in each of our hoods? So I asked the team, lead producer Carrie Shepard, what you got for me? Okay, it's not my hood, but I will travel to Uptown for Demira Ethiopian food. I love it. Producer Simone Alisea. So staying in Uptown, I'm going to say Pho Triple Eight on Argyle. It is really small, but it's a great bowl of pho, and it was the first meal I had when I moved back to Chicago. Newsletter writer Sydney Madden, where you stopping at? I like to get my brunch on at Eggies over here in the Loop. Just a black bean burger, maybe a waffle. And me, hey, I know you all heard it before, but Veloys. Recently, I've been getting the pancakes and egg breakfast, and they meet the hype. We have to give a shout out to the amazing people who make our music on CityCast Chicago. Sam Trump and Mark Greenberg of the Mayfair Workshop. Remember, for more Chicago stories and events, sign up for our daily newsletter. It's in your inbox Monday through Friday, and trust me, you won't regret it. You can sign up at chicago.citycast.fm. I have to save my last appreciation for you. 
Thanks for sticking with us another week. I'll talk to you on Monday. Peace. It's almost done. It's almost done. The week that is. You should hear the whole song. I actually been recording this whole time.